episode 25? That's bizarre. Is this going to be a, a golden episode for me because I'm 25 and it's the life of Jesus episode 25? I mean, if it makes you feel better, then yeah, go for it. Hey, pals. Hey, buddies. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Bible, Bible study. study. The only time where the terms God and stoned actually lead to a good time. If you haven't listened before, awesome. We are a couple of former Christians. And what we like to do here is hash out what more realistically could be happening in these Bible stories. And ultimately what these characters might have been experiencing while living through all of this. Because we still know that there are great spiritual takeaways in this big book. But those have been muddled in way too much dogma for 2,000 years now. So, feel free to get your Bibles out, follow along. Or like in church, just listen and take our word as fact. Her name's Mary, my name's Justin. Now that that's out of the way, what you having today? I have, um... A blue top. It, it's not a mystery strain, I know this one, goddammit. But it's got a blue top, how can you not... It's, it's so different. I know, isn't it cool? Um, it's called Outer Space. That's the strain. Mm. And um, it's by Crude Boys, which I was so fucking excited about because I love their joints. Sorry, their pre-rolls. They do infused okay. pre-rolls. Do you remember smoking those tarantulas with me? Yeah. That's those the, were them? This, mm-hmm. So good. And their carts slap. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was just complaining recently about how I don't feel like I get high anymore, and that makes me sad. But also, like, you know, I get my play in that. I get my part in, in making that a thing. Um, <laughs> something about daily use, overdoing it. Yeah, that, that might do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I was just complaining about that, and now this one has me all floaty and silly and... In outer space. Yeah, dude, straight up. I was yeah. I was playing uh, Borderlands the pre-sequel last night, because I've never actually played through that one, and that's my favorite series. Um, there were just lots of moments where I was laughing so hard, or having those moments of, like, this is such a typical stoner thing. <laughs> and I was like, I haven't had this in so long. Thank God for this this wonderful cart. I have been working on finishing my Mandarin Skittles very low. Yay! I mean, not that it's low, but yeah. that you're working through it. Dang, you've had that one for a long time. Mm-hmm. My problem is I just get carts and then I just use them. Mm-hmm. I rarely actually use, like, my little jars of concentrate. Yeah, dude, it's a problem for me. Because <clears throat> I don't, like, actually smoke flour much because of <gasps> no. that. No, I, I was going to. I had some. And I was like, yeah. I'm going to roll the joint and have that for tomorrow. Completely forgot about it. Too cold to worry about it, I think. So I didn't yeah, cross my mind. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. And it's snowing hard right now, at least mm-hmm. here. Sweet. We got that rolled up nicely. That means it's time we refer to the Bible. Our current study follows a possible chronological order of Jesus' ministry throughout the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. This is episode number... 25? Episode 25! 25. 25. Wowie! What, what is that? That's like, 
what it's not centennial because that's 100 what's 25 is that anything or is that just not important no it is Quarter. a thing it's a score it's a, a score. score i thought that was 20 mm-hmm. oh shit maybe you're right i thought it was 25 no, I bet you're right. I think it's just a quarter. Where did the term score even come from? I don't know. I'm I've like, always yeah, wondered Yeah, I got 20 that. of these. I scored. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of things that that would just not apply to. Like, if I had 20 cats, that would not be a score. That would be hell. I love cats, but goddamn, that's a <laughs> lot of cats to take care of. Or children. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Now let's start this by remembering what happened last time. So, there is this whole discussion over random strangers dividing their inheritance, and they just assumed that Jesus would be cool with figuring that out for them. (laughs) And Jesus was like, y'all are worried about the material things, but your soul is what you should be worried about. And, um... Yeah, so that was our first parable, and then we had a whole nother section that was just a bunch of other parables, um, basically. Parable City. Yeah. (laughs) Had some karmic lessons in there. Accountability. Good shit. Oh, oh my god, there was the whole servant parable. There was the whole servant parable. (laughs) We had lots of feelings about it, lots of things to say about that one, so... If you missed last episode, go check it out, because there's a oh, lot. Hey, yeah. <laughs> so then the first section is now we're going into John for chapter 10, uh, 22 to 42. And it's wintertime, specifically it's Hanukkah. And Jesus was still around Jerusalem from the harvest festivals and all that. He's just getting his partying on. He's like, I don't care if these people want me dead. No one's going to stop me. <laughs> Pretty much. Anyhow, so these Jews are like, enough of this. Are you the Christ or not? But Jesus is like, well, enough of this. You're not even going to understand what I'm saying until you, like, you stop listening for errors that I make and actually listen to what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And then he tells them about his sheep again and how no man is strong enough to take him away because his dad is super strong. And also I am my dad. <laughs> uh, yeah but that that made the jews like pretty upset and they're like well all right it's stoning time and jesus is like well hold up what's with the rocks and he's like they're all because they're like well you just called yourself god so we get to kill you and jesus is like blaspheme <laughs> but he, he catches them on a technicality it's like isn't there a part in your scripture that's like we're all gods and you know scripture's always right huh i mean that sound that that's that is just an atheist thing to say right there yeah honestly <laughs> i hear that said by atheists more than christians yeah mm-hmm. but i mean that just makes them like you know swing their arm back and he's like wait 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 please please just judge me on just, just for once on the actions that i'm doing how i'm helping all these people and not like what i'm saying Right. And that, they decide not to stone him anymore. So, so they put them down, I'm guessing. And they're just like, we're annoyed of all your crap. And like, just grab him. Like, they're, at, maybe they're just more mad because they're like, they want to make this personal. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh my God. Huh. 
they were just ready. They were so ready, and they mm-hmm. were like, "That's it." As soon as he gives us, we're gonna we're gonna ask him straight up, and and we know he's gonna give us some philosophical bullshit. So we're just gonna get him right then. Mm-hmm. He can't deny us then. <laughs> I just see this whole town like so annoyed at him because mm-hmm. like I fucking get that. <laughs> when you have someone who won't answer simple questions and goes all philosophical, <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that might have hit a little harder because of recent personal events, but they were annoyed. They were annoyed. And I, I see their rage. I feel mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yeah, dude. I like to think of Jesus as like, Almost a Barney Stinson type when it comes to magic. Because <laughs> all those How I Met Your Mother fans out there. I mean, the most magic he did really was just turn water into wine. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean? In this yeah. kind of a scenario, I mean, it's like... Yeah, it's perfect. He, he said his piece, and he's like, oh, shit, it's time to go. And he just, like, cloud poofs, and he just... Poof, he's out of there. Oh, he makes his escape. Yeah. Now, did your did your Bible say that? Um, no, no, no. I said I like to think of it like this. <laughs> oh, okay, because my Bible said that. In my Bible notes, it said, like, this is an example of a supernatural phenomenon of how he got away. Oh, my God. Wait, really? <laughs> yes. My Bible notes are like, okay, yep, proof. Jesus teleported. Not that he had at least 12 men with him to beat off his attackers to um to beat up his attackers and you know keep keep them away and uh oh my god while he could run that's funny i can't believe your bible note said that yep proof jesus teleported he can teleport like he escaped out of their hand was like well yeah they had him and then he he wasn't there how could that happen (laughs) no one has ever done that before no one has ever escaped and it's not just like, you know, like a, a little nightcrawler, poof, you know. he's He teleports leagues away to, like, some place where uh, John used to baptize. Well, where he first started Jordan. baptizing. Yeah. Well, it's, like, you know, around there. but Yes. Across the I way could, near Jordan. All I could find for, like, where that could have been was, like, Bethany beyond Jordan. At, you know where Jesus was baptized, but John had already baptized like multiple people before then, so I don't know if that'd be his first spot or if he had some like secret area that the writer John, because he was John the Baptist disciple, too many Johns here, just like knew about like we can hide here for a while, let things yeah. cool down. It was a good hideout, you know, seeing as so many people wanted Jesus dead, yeah, so close by. <laughs> But at least there, they knew that people cared. Uh, Did you have anything else for that? I do not. Okay, I had one more thing. Yeah. Okay, because I wanted to go into this this reference that Jesus makes about, like, we are all gods and where in that that's coming from. Um, So then my notes sent me to uh, Psalms 82.6 and... Psalms 82 is only like eight verses, and it's a story about like God himself standing before a court of gods, telling them all that they need to do better. Like, 
Damn. What happened to this God? Like, I like him. <laughs> yeah. I, Psalms 82.6. Is that what you said? That's like the specific verse that it's saying, like, Jesus is referencing. But so just Psalms 82. Psalms 82. All right. I need to <laughs> do some research. <laughs> okay. Let's see. In the notes, in the specific notes on the verse for what Jesus says in here and the notes for all of Psalms 82, they're saying that uh, these unjust, like real world judges, these the Pharisees and all that, are the ones that are supposed to be these other gods in the statement. But to me, that kind of leaves normal people like uh, just like free of this duty. I don't know. Like, like I don't. Oh, that's not affecting me because I'm not. A, I'm not important. I'm not a pastor or whatever. I don't have to worry about that. Yeah, no, I could see that. I, I like to look at the Bible from a perspective I read about a few years ago, which is that it. This is a guidebook, and you are God. You are supposed to look at it as a very internal, inward, like guidebook. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh so I always think it's interesting when there's reference to other gods because it's like it's the other I don't people know. on their journey. Yeah, it just it, it it feels more powerful. And um I like the acknowledgement of that from Jesus because I don't know, it's just it, it that feels like Jesus is acknowledging this same idea that I have that like we we are all gods, just not <laughs> not in the way that people think, you know? Mm-hmm. We're not these all-powerful, omnipotent beings. We are spirits, or we're in energy. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, we're much more than our meat suits that exist right here, right now. Amen. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I want to make that a thing or not. Uh, that's I just keep going back and forth in my head if I should. Fair. <laughs> sometimes it feels right. Sometimes eh, I feel you. Okay, but uh, going back to thinking about how like they were gonna just kill him with their bare hands, um, that, that kind of does make the reasoning for it just like the Pharisees or whatever uh, being these God makes sense because. You know, if he was already, like, calling himself God and he was going to get stoned, like, he claiming a rank in their position that they, whether or not he was before or training to be, like, I like to believe he probably was because it makes whatever John said, John the Baptist said at the beginning make sense. But, like, that makes more sense, like, now it is personal. Like, we have repeatedly not recognized you as... A leader in this religion why are you doing this right straight up this is unallowed <laughs> but like still i think i'd say no like um like jesus and the psalms yeah they are referring to everyone in this because all of I them so too. are technically in essence the children of god so yeah straight up straight up and from the the secular point of view, we're we're all stars, guys. We all come from the stars. We all come from the same shit. Oh, I think that's what Jesus was saying. You think so? Yeah. You, you think Jesus believes that? 
Yeah, definitely. I hope so. That would make me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I I love the crossover with religion and science so much. Doesn't matter what religion. I just love when they cross over. I love when science Normally, you and... know the people getting crossed over don't love it though. <laughs> you, you you don't know that. They die. Have, have you ever experienced death? Do you know what the experience feels like? No. Then you don't know whether they are happy about it or not. It's a very optimistic view. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Our bodies are so crazy because when we die, there's so many like switches that go off and chemicals released, you know, so it's it's not inherently a painful, scary thing. And I think that that's what scares people the most is not knowing that. Like, DMT, yeah, it's a drug that people use, but it's also naturally occurring in your brain. It is literally why we dream, and that is what is, like, that shit is just fully released when you die. And don't quote me on this because I don't, I don't fully know, but I've heard that that is what makes it, what makes the actual death not painful. It, it kind of makes I mean, it a that, euphoric feeling. Like, that's what I've read. Yeah. I need to start saying read instead of heard, <laughs> because <laughs> it is from reading, not from talking. Uh, it's just trained vocabulary. Well, sometimes it's from videos. Well, that's true. I like to go, yeah, dude, sorry to take it that so deep. Why? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like people are so afraid of death, and I've had to face it head on so much in the last few years that, like, it's such a fascinating topic for me. I enjoy talking about it, and I want it to be more normalized, not, not for the sake of, like, I don't know. It sounds depressing, I get that, like, mm -hmm. totally, but <laughs> I think it's healthy to have, I, I think it's healthy to think about. I don't, I don't think it's healthy to avoid. I think that just and, makes it scarier. I mean, that, again, is a lot of just what I, I believe Jesus was just saying. Yeah. Not like just, but um, things that he's, he says. Yeah, you're totally yeah. right. You're totally right. Yeah, it's... Yeah, you're totally right. We need to be talking about this shit, man. <laughs> also, um, if you are interested in understanding like end of life, end of life processes, um, kind of functions, what happens with the body, um, there's a really good TikToker. I think she's on Facebook and YouTube as well. Probably Instagram, but her name is um, Hospice Nurse Penny. And I love her. She's so wonderful. Um, and she's obviously she's a hospice nurse, but she talks about death. She 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 talks about dying and death and what it is actually like and what to expect as the dying person, what to expect as the the grieving family. And it's so good. Like as as a widow. I just sit there and scroll her page because <laughs> <laughs> it's validating. It feels good. But 
yeah so shout out to that nice um going back to your your dmt thing and yes. the, the connection with um dreams and being released at the end or i don't know i don't blah, 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 blah. Um, like okay so what if the afterlife's not real but it is real because you are you think you're, you're spending your whole time thinking about this and you're worrying about this and it's when you die and that gets all released that's just what you see hmm. i hope not <laughs> that would be really well, sad for me yeah but i mean if you're already reframing your mind you're you're still doesn't have to be that yeah but you don't know when you're gonna go i could die in a car crash today you know <laughs> and what do you think your quick little afterlife dream will be oh god i don't know i don't know i guess in my head what i see is like i just see space and shimmery like glowy colors and lights that are what my brain processes as our higher selves <laughs> like so then maybe that's just what it'll be to you maybe for those split seconds Ooh, for those split seconds okay okay i see what you're saying but it's a whole eternity but it's split seconds huh i'm not saying like you you're living your whole eternity it's just like it it's it's not an afterlife it's just that's what people have maybe near-death experiences can't oh. cause it. So then they, people get glimpses and they bring back these stories or whatever. And then that's how it could have kind of started to get known. And so it's just like whatever you make it out to be, if you're always worried about going to a bad place, maybe you would end up going there unintentionally. Like, oh, crap, this sucks. Because you can have just bad, you have nightmares. <laughs> yeah. Straight up. <clears throat> yeah, that was a whole tangent anyhow. Did you want to yeah. do the next part? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, we're hearing a little bit more from John. John 11, 1 through 16. And this is about Lazarus. Um, this would be Lazarus of Bethany. But um, Lazarus of Bethany was the brother of... Mary and Martha, who we are, we've already heard the story of, and um, he was ill, and there was a lot. <laughs> You're gonna correct me so hard in this because I just, yeah, okay, okay. You'll, you yeah. just, yeah, you you tell me how you got it, and I'll tell you how I got it. <laughs> okay. Um. There, there's just a lot of arguing about, or okay. So from from the outsider point of view. There's a lot of arguing about whether or not Lazarus is alive or dead. Well, sleeping or dead, more so. But really, they're just arguing about verbiage here. <laughs> and Jesus is saying the same thing, but he's also saying a little bit more. But he's just taking it deeper. And because of his verbiage, they're not getting it. And it's like a whole thing. But um, I must have been really high when I was... When I was reading this one, my notes are just ridiculous. <laughs> and Tom says some weird shit about going to him and dying with him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So, so what I had for that, um, 
I didn't. They they haven't gone to Lazarus yet. Like, cause, so this yeah. is while Jesus is still hiding out, and then he gets word from Lazarus' sisters, Mary and Martha, and they're like, he's sick, and that's it. That's all we really get. But Jesus is like, don't worry, guys. He's not gonna die. He's gonna be okay. Like, this is this is fine. And so he waits two days, and then decides. It's time to go check on Lazarus. And then it's the apostles. I like John says disciples. I'm liking using apostles now more to, to separate them because all of them were the disciples <clears throat> in other places and it gets confusing. I think that's fair. It does get very confusing. Mm-hmm. But like his apostles like think that's a bad idea because people still want to kill him. <laughs> I mean, that's a fair concern. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is like, well, look, we can just travel at night. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, fair. And then I'm just it, questioning him doing that. <laughs> but, you know, he was Jesus. He was doing his shit. He was not so worried about the the safety of the matter. Well, no, because his, I mean, this is Lazarus. This is a loved one that is not in good condition. Yeah. Like, he wait and he's at first jesus is like you know he's he's gonna be okay like this this is all gonna work out and then i don't it doesn't say if he got like an unrecorded message or like a messenger coming or something else or he just knew like it's been too long or or something he's like okay i i have to go check on him or it's just like you know he's sick i want to see him yeah which why hasn't jesus healed him from afar by now Right, that's where I'm like, <laughs> this is a loved one. Come on. I want to make him suffer a little bit. That that time when he wouldn't let me play with the train. <laughs> Lazarus is always trying to start political arguments with me. Oh, uh, yeah. Let him suffer just a little bit. <laughs> oh. And I didn't see the, like, the apostles like arguing, like picking on his verbiage. Like my John writes it as like, they were being idiots and didn't realize he's like he's just like no he's dead you buffoons yeah like he was he was being philosophical about it mm-hmm. and like he could, well were, yeah because he had to go wake him from his sleep yeah yeah and they were like not picking up on that because I mean they're like well yeah he's sick and let him sleep then what's why, yeah. why do we have to go this is a bad idea <laughs> leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but the dying with him, like you were mentioning it, Dan, like, um, I just, either that was, a, it's like a typical saying, just like to go mourn him, but it also probably could just mean like, they know this is a bad idea and we can go die with him. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Like some of these guys are probably still wounded from the fight before. Yeah. Like Jesus can stitch them up a little bit, but. It's like, that's that's his thing. Hey, guys, want to fight for me? And I'll heal you afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Yeah. My personal posse. Mm -hmm. I'll make sure you're all healed, because you'll be needing to fight somebody again real soon. I got confused on what exactly Jesus meant when he's like, you know, good for your sakes, be glad I wasn't there when it happened. Uh, I was kind of wondering that too. My, my thought on it is like, if he was there because 
this is a loved one, he would have healed him. And that was not God's will for him. Because that's that was kind of with, I think it was the verse either above or below. I think it was above or so, somewhere close to, yeah. They were talking, he was saying that like, he's speaking about God's will and or timing or something like that. So my thought with that was, if he was there, he would have healed him and that wouldn't have been God's will. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get like a, a full thought on it. That's fair. That was the only thought I could get on it. <laughs> okay, but so something I can pull from this is that Tom, which his real name is Didymus, uh, you know, <laughs> context, I guess, <laughs> was probably like a high-ranking member of their, their little unit. Like, he's well-respected. He's not like second-in-command, but he's like, he takes care of a lot of logistics and like leading stuff because like, he, because he's like, no jesus like he starts the protests and then because at the end he's like okay fine we'll go he'll give he gives in and that and everyone else will just like okay follow suit to tom yeah pretty much tom is a weird one i like him but he's like not (laughs) he's not like the others i i don't know much about him i think that's one of the reasons why he's not a lot like the others we don't know a lot Okay, I also Uh, just have to point out one more thing with this. mm -hmm. Verses 5 and 6, he's saying, you know, these are loved ones and, you know, like, he's he's dying. Like, I have to be there, basically. I just have to ask, what happened to let the dead bury the dead? What happened to that, Jesus? (laughs) Because when it's your own loved one... You seem to give a shit. <sighs> mm, very human thing to do, I guess. Yeah. Salty. <laughs> Death is important. Okay, so did Lazarus have some sort of like medical like condition? I I don't know. Like that that's what makes me wonder because it's like if like okay, Jesus like knows like, okay, this this can happen. This is fine. He'll 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 need some rest or whatever. And then he knows, like, okay, they, they didn't send word back. I have to go check on him. That would make sense. I mean, I would also still be worried if I knew that my loved one was mm-hmm. was ill. I, just the way that they're talking about it makes it sound serious. Mm-hmm. So I would probably check anyway. But I don't know. Maybe not everybody would. I, don't, I think overall for this... I like it more the human aspect where he's just hoping he's like yeah he's gonna be okay this is gonna just glory to God he's gonna be fine just like we can it'll be okay check on him a little bit but nothing's gonna happen to him yeah I mean because like this kind of shit like this is this is Hanukkah still and he's losing a loved one during the holidays that that will happen to everyone that sucks well. Maybe not still Hanukkah, but it is around there. Yeah, close enough. When it's in that holiday season. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that too, because I also like the opportunity to humanize Jesus, because I think that's important. Because even if he is part spirit, part God, he he's also very human and and the reality of that, I feel, gets overlooked a lot. Like, they talk about 
the humanization, like humanizing Jesus all the time in church, but I feel like it's in the wrong places, you know? The amount of times mm-hmm. I've heard a pastor say, we can't forget Jesus was a man, you know, he was a carpenter and he was born <laughs> from a woman. I'm like, come on. <laughs> That's all it takes to be a man. <laughs> Apparently. Play with wood and be born of a woman. Don't even get me started on the church and what it takes to be a man. I have been reading John Wayne and Jesus. Holy shit. What? <laughs> Holy shit. Everyone with a Christian background of any denomination who is either no longer identifies as Christian or is uncomfortable with the way modern evangelism is. Like, <laughs> y'all need to read the book. Y'all need to read the book. It's It lays it all out. Holy shit. Like... In a good way or a bad way? What is... Uh, The book itself is good, but it's talking about a lot of bad. (laughs) Okay. If if that makes sense. Um, This book is about how the patriarchy, how white man has corrupted and taken over Christianity, evangelism, over the last, like, it, it goes through... So uh, several decades, several decades, like probably the past like century. That's that I think it goes through. I don't remember if it goes back further than that, but I think it started in like the 1910s or 20s. There's just so much shit. It's all so there's so much to it and there's so much behind the church and what it's become in Mm -hmm. America and how involved the church has gotten politically. Oh my God. I did not, like, I knew the church was involved politically, but I did not realize how far back that goes, how deep that goes. It's never ended. On so many levels. I know. Well, like, I knew it was a thing now, but I didn't realize how deep it was then. Well, yeah, like, it's, well, it's never started. Yeah. That's fair. That I mean, I guess it's just weird for me to view it as... It's weird for me to view these times I've learned about that are, like, more recent history for us, mm-hmm. but I wasn't alive for. Um, because, like, I there's just so much I've learned, so I have these ideas of the world and society, and specifically America at these times, and... Um, I don't know, just learning learning a lot about this and reading this book has really opened my eyes to, like, just there was way more to the picture. There was way more happening here than just this and this. So fucking much. <laughs> and the church is behind so fucking much. And that's so weird. I didn't realize... Like, there's so much I already knew, but then there's so much I'm just like, holy shit. <laughs> what? Yeah. It's an insane book. I'm yeah, like so John Wayne and Jesus. In. Yeah. Yeah, John Wayne and Jesus. Fuck. They can't, they can't see it. <laughs> oh. Oh, here we go. How white evangelicals corrupted a faith and fractured a nation. Yes. Oh shit! I don't know how to say her name. I'm, so, I'm so bad at names. God, 
Kristen Cobb Dumay. Yeah. Christ- yeah. Kristen uh, Cobb Dumay. Sure. I'm so sorry if I butchered your name. I'm so or sorry. Kobe Dumez. Kobe, Kobe Dumez. Kubies. 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 I don't know. I'm so sorry. Um, regardless of how bad I am at pronouncing people's names, John Wayne and Jesus. Well, you got those it's ones right. Book. Jeez. Yeah. They're easy. That's the whole point of the fucking book. Is that. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> the rage is coming back. I, I, oh my God. I found an audio version and I listened to it while I read it because I just retain things better that way. But I was like, I have to be productive and do shit. So yesterday I turned on just the audiobook and I cleaned the kitchen for three fucking hours. <laughs> and I was just sitting there like, yeah, it is insane. It's insane. You have to read this book. You have to read this book. It's so important okay. that you read this book. Okay. <laughs> so happy. Sorry. I keep... I cannot stay on topic today. That's okay. What's the... I think it was... Did you have anything else for that? Nope. I am done with Lazarus. Me too. Mm. I did go on a, a, a ramble thought on like... Okay, the, the apostle thing. Like, I like that better too. Because... There's also the word of apostate, and it kind of seems obvious now, just go with it, but it's like, to apostate is to leave and deny your own old religion, and that's what these people did. Okay, that's fair. I hear the word prostate when you say that, but (laughs) fair enough. (laughs) Apostate? Yeah. A prostate. I think it's normally said like said like apostate or something, so it doesn't sound like apostle. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh. Oh my god. Okay, but really, I want to like so so these are the people that left this religion, and I wanted to know how much you know, like how how much has this religion changed since then? Like, what at its core is different? Like, all I was ever taught growing up was that. We don't have to do sacrifices anymore. (laughs) That's it. That's so funny. And I remember that being the example every time. That was always the one. Because that's all they could find written in there. It's like, oh, crap, what's actually different? Well. Oh. (laughs) And and I was always told, um, and then... That I, I get to have my own rights, and I don't have to just do whatever my husband tells me. <laughs> okay. But I even... <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> they would not be happy if you had a husband. Well, I mean, even... No, from, like, the context of, like, my wife would have her own rights, and she wouldn't have to listen to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well, okay, because that was what I was going to say next anyway, is, like, all the ways that it's really changed it hasn't actually changed it's just society has changed and they've had to figure out what the bible would say about these things because they're new things that they haven't had to talk about and uh that even almost falls under that not not almost it does fall under that because society Mm -hmm. has changed and now it's fucked up if women don't have rights I mean, it was fucked up then, too. Let's not say it wasn't fucked up, but <laughs> people are understanding now of how fucked up it is. But that wasn't, like, a Jesus thing. That was more like the 
political thing, though. You're right. You're right. And they kind of force them to be like, okay, no, that's enough of this. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, the casual pay a translator to um, switch a word. <laughs> this doesn't mean pedophilia. It actually means homosexual. Not pedophile. Homosexual. It's fucking bullshit, man. It's fucking bullshit. Where is that at? Oh, I'll send you all the info. Okay. Um, and I'll post it to our Reddit as well. So y'all can okay. read about it. But that is one of the biggest points of my deconstruction from Christianity was learning specifically that the reason I as a, a pansexual person am hated and <laughs> all of my other LGBTQ friends and non-friends, anybody in the community is hated. People are literally dying, being murdered because somebody had a word switched in the Bible when it was being translated. And it was that verse used to talk about it was condemning men who lied with children. And now it's condemning men who lie with men. And it's bullshit. <laughs> and that <laughs> shit changed my mm -hmm. world. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I'm going to find I'm going to find all that info and I will send it to you directly. But I will post it in the not discord. Yeah. reddit yes yeah. there we go i couldn't think of the word reddit all i could think was discord because that's all i use for everything now ah, it's fine <laughs> okay so then you good for the next section yeah okay Sorry. so then that is gonna be uh luke 13 31 to 35 and now in this um little thing we're following verses 18 to 30 are never actually anywhere in it a lot of it is like kind of things he says before but and it doesn't doesn't really fit with the section before it in luke and doesn't fit cleanly into this section either even if you include it mostly yeah. the beginning it just starts with him reminding like about the values of a mustard seed or good leaven oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then and then they leave I'm assuming if that would be to go and see Lazarus. And on his way... That makes sense. When he's hanging out in people's houses during the day, maybe he's talking to people, or at night, or, you know, he's traveling through, he's just telling more of his little... his his hits. I don't know. Hmm. Like, straight date gates and the door... and, like, knocking at doors and everything. Yeah. You know. Just telling him stories. I did actually have like a little bit about his his doors metaphor thing. Like, yeah, because I mean it. It's another one that boils down to the same thing, but it is technically a little different because it's just like all you Pharisees are just like banging on God's door, just let me in. Like you, you know, you know, you're doing everything right that you were taught how to do this, but it's not gonna work and you're not gonna mm. realize it until it's too late yeah straight up that is a good metaphor or whatever parable parable <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and then so we get now into like verse 31 while he's talking at a pharisee's house another pharisee came in like to tell jesus he's like like you you can't be here you gotta go here it is gonna kill you 
And Jesus is like, oh, no, Jerusalem is going to kill a prophet. Where have I heard that one before? <laughs> it's just, it's just, uh, he just makes fun of Herod. Pretty much. He's like so sick of Herod right now. <laughs> he can go fox himself. He can go fox himself. Oh my God. Okay. I had just written in my, I was just going shorthand taking notes on this and I was like, Jay calls Herod fox and then in parentheses, not good. <laughs> Because I was like, wait, isn't that like when you think someone's sexy? I mean, she's he could a have fox. been too. Man, that Herod, he's yeah. a real fox. <laughs> <laughs> Always trying to kill me. Wow. It's like, how dare you be so good looking while I have to take care of all your cities while you let them fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's also, like, really disappointed with Jerusalem right now. He's, mm-hmm. not only is he is he talking smack on, on Herod here, he's talking smack on Jerusalem. He's like, y'all are just killing and stoning all the prophets and people that God sends you. <laughs> that'll, that'll keep away his wrath, right? <laughs> oh, totally. Totally. <laughs> Calling his house forsaken. Ooh. Crazy. So at least, like, technically... Jesus does consider himself a prophet now. He, he'll he'll allow himself to be called that, at least. That's true. That was a thing before. But yeah, he's reached prophet level. He just had to get enough XP to get there. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. But he's leveled up now. He's a new J, new Jesus. And this one is a prophet. <laughs> I also wrote in my notes, J is over authority not liking him. He's just tired of it. <gasps> okay, y- you remember last week? How last week? Well, yeah. <laughs> um, how um, there was you know the whole uh, gathering of Galileans that just were slaughtered during their ritual practices. Yeah. Like okay, if if they are really that that town is just crazy to find Jesus and just get rid of him. Are, it, it, could that have been the cause? They just see a bunch of Galilean men coming in. They're like, this doesn't look right. Well, like Some of them like, I think that's Peter, right? Yeah. Huh. That must be Jesus. That, that doesn't look like him, but... <laughs> they were just trying to be sure. They were like, we gotta, we gotta do it anyway, just in case. Jeez. Oh my god, that's terrible. It's all Jesus' it. fault. Jesus, why have you forsaken us? Oh my god, that would be so wild. Hmm. I didn't have anything else for like this this whole part. I did not either. It's just another Herod being mad at Jesus. Jesus not taking that shit. <laughs> okay, but can you? Okay, sorry. I guess I have one more thing on that because it made me laugh just now in my head. Um, can you just imagine being like being the the go, but like the Pharisees that are having to tell Jesus this? Because it's like, all right, Jesus, Herod says you've got to go. Like, you need to leave. He wants to kill you. And Jesus is like, <laughs> well, you tell Herod. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. You saw it as like some town guards or something? Like, you get you can't come in? Or? Well, it called them Pharisees. So I kind of see them as like the guard guys. 
I know, but then yeah, he's always calling like pe- other people like within his disciples, you know, the sects of Pharisees, and so some of these yeah. people Jesus sees, he stays at Pharisees' house. They're the ones that like him, you know, agree with him. I was That's assuming it was one that was worried, like, dude, you can't be here. Get out. <laughs> like, this isn't <laughs> safe. This, what are you doing here, Jesus? It's dumb. I mean, that's fair. No, I totally saw it as, like, a guard or somebody like that confronting him. Like, he says you gotta go. You better go. <laughs> and then Jesus pushes up his glasses. Well, no. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> tell him, Jesus said this. <laughs> And he did not stutter. All right. That's what I have on that one. (laughs) You want to do the next one? The last one. The last Luke for this episode. Um, So we have Luke 14, 1 through 6. Pretty small one. But um, Jesus had dined with the ruler of the Pharisees. So a bigger wig than the other Pharisees that he's usually dining with. And it happened to be on the Sabbath. And I mean, it wasn't just him. This was at his house. He was having dinner Mm -hmm. at his house. So other important people were around or it didn't say important people, but (laughs) I just assumed if they're at his house, they're important. Um, And they're all kind of keeping an eye on Jesus. And uh, a man with dropsy was there. So dropsy is basically like an abnormal swelling in your body it's like water swelled up like (laughs) water build up swelling Mm -hmm. your body yeah but you know i just have this awful nasty picture in my head because i i restarted scrubs because i finished how i met your mother and i needed something else to watch um while i crochet and (laughs) somebody had something where that's that's all I can imagine it was. I just assumed it was water buildup in them, mm-hmm. and it had to be drained, and it was not poked properly, so it just sprung a leak, Ooh. starts going, <laughs> and that's all I can see now. Mm-hmm. Oh, this had to be pretty gross. Uh huh. Um. So, anyways, that's oh, what gosh. dropsy is. What if is. it's all like infected and everything? It's just oh, super <laughs> gross. <laughs> like this guy's like. <laughs> God's in town. He'll want to pop my pimple. <laughs> uh, that's not popping a pimple, dude. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> especially especially on the, the scale that the one on Scrubs was on. It was like his whole stomach, dude. His mm. whole stomach. Ugh. <laughs> uh, oh, bad. Anyhow, the man had dropsy. That okay? <laughs> yeah, so that's dropsy, and uh, basically, I feel like they were baiting him in this. They were like, "All right, let's bring Jesus here on the Sabbath. Bring somebody who is ill because he won't be able to help himself from healing him, healing them, and then we've got him because they already didn't like him. That's not a secret. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so." Jesus is like, well, is it unlawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? And they all just like sat there silently, Mm -hmm. like waiting for him to make a move. (laughs) And that's how you know it's a fucking bait, because they were waiting for him to make a move. Um, So Jesus took the man away and healed him in private and brought him back. And uh, he told the people that like, 
if a child, if, if your child fell into a well on the Sabbath, wouldn't you go rescue that child? Wouldn't you go rescue your child that same day? Because it's your child. You should save them, protect them, mm-hmm. you know? And you wouldn't you wouldn't just leave them until the next day because it's the Sabbath. So they were just quiet. They didn't know how to respond to that because he was spitting fire. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I love calling people on loopholes in their own bullshit logic. And that is some bullshit Pharisee logic right there. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Okay, no, your your bait thing uh, really makes it all like that that lines up now and and i missed that it was like a, a he was at one of the chief pharisees okay so this is he's supposed to be on a two-day trip to go see lazarus right now mm-hmm. so i was seeing this as like i just saw okay he was this is where he had stayed and it pointed out like and every and like we get a lot of to eat meat and things and we have eat bread and i couldn't find really what meal of the day that'd be like breakfast lunch or dinner there's there's no hope with that so i just try and get a clue of like where he was at in his journey i mean bread kind of sounds like not you know bread breakfast but like like you wake up you have some toast or something yeah yeah totally Mm -hmm. and then so and then i just saw like they just come in and it they're, they're all quiet like it just seemed like wow jesus way to kill the mood like the worst brunch guest ever i don't know (laughs) (laughs) that works too because i was gonna say maybe lunch but like so it's like the the bait and thing fits better and it doesn't fit in with this timeline for me because this is this is i don't know that's fair he because he's trying to stay out of the public eye he's not going to be like yeah, I'll stay at one that definitely hates me and it's going to try to double cross me's house for a night. Right, right. Like, no, I I'll mean, just go funny. sleep in the alley, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you'd probably be safer. Yeah. They literally want him dead, so. <laughs> I didn't have anything else for that. I did not either. Yeah, I'm just short little. Oh, wait, no. Yours said children. Mine said an ox or an ass. Fell into a pit, <laughs> like you would. What? Yeah. Okay. Mine didn't say child. It said son. <laughs> okay. So that's funny because like a son holds more value over a daughter in that time too. So mm-hmm. like, <laughs> damn. <laughs> How did we get an ox or an ass to a a son? That's funny. Because your son can either be an ox or an ass. That's your only options. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently. Oh, God. That's so funny. But I mean, still, it's like, yeah, exactly. You're not going to make an animal fell into a pit. You're not going to be like, hey, I can't help you until tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Like, yeah, you can't just do that shit, especially with the animals. I mean, like, a kid is going to be able to take care of themselves better than an animal. <laughs> yeah, I know that like, sounds mean, but like... I gotta make a ladder to get down to there or something. We don't have enough rope. I Just hold out for a while. <laughs> animals right. are freaking out the whole time. Straight up. They can't understand logic and reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So, I mean, obviously, it'd be like, well, yeah, you're gonna do that. Then let me 
take care again take care of this human yeah yeah so how did you feel about 25 it's pretty good what was your favorite part then (laughs) my favorite okay i think honestly i think my favorite is the connection in all of the stories not any one of them but like the journey aspect like just (laughs) <laughs> seeing how seeing how they all fit into the timeline is really fun for me. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like this was kind of a weird one. Maybe the reason I like it is because I'm seeing how the people around his hometown treated him. Mm. That's not new, but... Yeah. I think it's still, like, something I always take note to, though. Yeah, I don't know. I just think... I always think it's interesting that the people from his hometown did not like him. They didn't like him. I understand why, like, they just saw him as this kid making shit up, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's just interesting to see how they treat him and how that changes when he goes to Bethany and when, like, yeah. Yeah, I just think Found it's cool. Found his place. Yeah. But also, he was spitting a lot of fire this episode, so I liked that. All right, what was your favorite? Okay. So my Bible introduces that Jesus can teleport. Why hasn't he teleported before? Why doesn't he teleport anymore? Why doesn't he just teleport to Lazarus and not get into this big argument with his disciples about needing to go? Why aren't, where's, where's the, the, like other times they'll fight back things. Like, obviously this isn't like, there's nothing to tell me why he can't just do that now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. For real. Man, if I could teleport, I would use that all the time. I would never be late to anything. Oh, man. And I would never be stuck in traffic again. I fucking hate getting stuck in traffic so much. <sighs> now, are, hmm. I think he only has like a, a like a, a self-teleport, maybe? Because he was he was in their hands, and he didn't teleport them away, too. So would it, could you teleport a car? Like, could you go and fill it up with groceries and bring it back? I think you'd still have to drive it. I think you could only really teleport you and maybe some bags you can carry okay but here here's what makes it perfect i i do aldi shopping and like local food shopping i don't know how (laughs) what to call that like the local health food stores yeah local markets um so i already have to stop at like four different places when i go grocery shopping anyway so I mean, it kind of works out because I don't have to get a million things at each place. I'm getting a few things at each place. So I just take my bags, teleport to the store, come back, put it away, <laughs> go to the next store. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Taking the driving out of that makes that not sound horrible. <laughs> I mean, and th- that's why they wanted to kill him because they're like, come on, tell us a secret. How are you doing this all the time? Like this really pissing me off. I want to. You're just always first in line everywhere. Stop. How are you always everywhere? Oh my god, that's fucking funny, dude. There's this guy who just follows him everywhere because he he wants to know what he's up to, but he never actually sticks. Like he something always happens, and he ends up like somewhere else when jesus is actually talking about what like anything <laughs> so he's always just following him trying to like investigate and see what he's up to he's like what is the what is the hippie guy what what would they call him 
if they didn't know what he was talking about? What would be his identifier? Uh, heretic? But if they didn't know what he was talking about, they wouldn't know he's a heretic. I mean, that's... Well, in the sense that he's literally... <laughs> in the sense that he's literally not there. Like, he, he doesn't know who he is. Like, I don't, yeah, know. I don't know. I don't know, man. He's just the the long-haired man. What is the long-haired man doing? I must follow him across this desert. He's just so intensely obsessed with it. All right, that's enough uh, rambling about shit that didn't happen in the Bible. <laughs> How do you know? Well, at least about that. <laughs> okay, then. Uh, see you, pals. Oh, catch you later. Hey, buddies, Mary here. If today's episode sparked something for you or you have questions for us, send us an email at thehighpriestbiblestudy at gmail.com. You can stay up to date on new episodes and merch releases through Instagram or check us out on Facebook if that's more your style at The Hybel Study. That's at the H-I-G-H-B-L-E study. Check out our subreddit, r slash the high priest for references to some things that we've talked about in various episodes as well as some memes. We also have a threadless shop, shop.thehighpriest.show. There's almost always new merch popping up there, so be sure to check back regularly. If you want to and can responsibly donate, but have enough merch, buy us a coffee. Buyusacoffee.com slash the H-I-G-H-B-L-E study. You can donate once or you can choose to donate monthly. Money donated helps us to improve the show and make it better for you as the listener. Or if you want to just make it all that much more simple, all of these links are on our website, thehighpriest.show. Every link I've already mentioned, as well as some different platforms that you can listen to the show on. Rate us and leave us a review. We'd love to hear your feedback. And don't forget to subscribe so that you get notified of new episodes directly from the platform that you listen on. Besides, it's that much easier to share with your friends when it's at the top. Thanks again for listening. We appreciate you, and I'll catch you in the next episode.